0: Hello, this is Notes from the Back Row, a podcast like no other, different themes, rotating hosts, and so much more. So strap in for a veritable cinematic Coney Island of the Mind.
1: Good day, I'm Bob McKenzie, this is my brother Doug. How's it going,
2: eh? Hello and welcome to another episode of Notes from the Back Row, the official podcast of Backdashrow.com, champions of unsung and underrated cinema. Today it is time for another episode of Hoser Horror, where Carlo and I talk about two Canadian horror movies of varying quality and or thematic relevance. Uh, And so obviously I'm here with Carlo. Yeah, that's me. He's here, I'm and in. we're going to talk about two movies, but like we do sometimes, we have a guest here to talk to us about these films from the Movie Melt podcast on the Companeros Network. Please give a hoser whore welcome to Heather.
0: Hi.
2: Hello. Welcome. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> welcome. guys. I'm so
0: excited. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. Don't
0: wreck our show, you hoser
2: Don't wreck our show, yo. (laughs) We'll uh, we'll try
0: my best. I'm on my best behavior today, guys.
2: Oh, and I almost forgot my other sound drop, which is uh, on the show, we always talk about movies that were shot in 3B. This
1: movie was shot in 3B. (laughs) Three beers and it looks good, eh? Yes.
2: (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Gotta use it, because I got it. So, we always ask people that come on the show their experience with Canadian movies, can exploitation... Did you ever have a moment where you were like, let's let's get into Canadian movies or (laughs) no,
0: Um, no, no, I have not. I'm not not yet had that. I have um, I'm like a like a baby with blinders on when I go in to see a movie. Um, Mm. I often don't I don't want to know what it's about. You know, I'll just be like, "Ooh, that looks weird," mm-hmm. and I'll just watch it. So that's a good way, yeah. though. Yeah, it's, to do it. it's not until somebody apologizes in a film that I realize <laughs> it's Canadian. Often,
3: yeah, whole oh, it's, it's And it's not just the fact that they apologize, but the way it sounds as well.
0: <laughs> no, no, so yes. Well, I mean, that's what I was hitting at there. Take off, eh, Carlo? My yeah. funny Valentine, Carlo. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I think um, the first movie I saw and I was I think, well, I mean, like once I realized that David Cronenberg was Canadian and then was Mm. I I would think it was like 13 or something. Mm. And I was like, oh, shit. Like Canada makes movies. That makes sense, I guess. Yeah.
3: <laughs> they're a country, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, they're adorable. I mean, they, make, they make stuff. I was already, I was aware of who Alanis Morissette was, so I understood, you know, yeah. <laughs> to a degree what Canada was capable of. Um, but yeah, I think it was the when we watched Fobe. Phob- for movie melt, that oh, I was yes. like, oh shit! Like this is yeah. this is what's up, like right here. <laughs> this is it.
2: <laughs> did you decide to like? Were you, did you then be like, I gotta watch like things, or like you're more interested in like the really weird shit? Oh
0: yeah, totally. Dude, things is things is fucking hey dude. <laughs> I mm. think about I think about things all the time. Like that three beep, it just reminded me of things. Just like <laughs> walking into a guy's house and being like, hey, you got a beer, a? Like it's just yeah. like, so fucking cute. <laughs> Um, but I absolutely love Pin. Um, i a big fan nice. of that. Um, but I also uh, recently have uh, developed a quite an infatuation with uh, Adam Agoyan films. Oh, so, yes.
1: Um,
0: I just watched The Adjuster the other day, and mm. it blew my fucking dick back, as they say.
2: I've
3: still never seen that.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. I,
3: I, have, I haven't seen The Adjuster yet myself, but I have seen Exotica, and I thought that was really great as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I'm going down the, I'm going down the line. I, I wanted to, I was really thrilled to come on the show and, and to say that I had watched a Canadian film recently. <laughs> nice. And, um is
2: nice. kind of a blind spot for me a little bit.
0: Yeah. I mean, um, for me, it had, he had been as well. Um, I, uh, I, I'm completely infatuated at this point. I, I've like, I've never seen anything quite like, uh, the adjuster before. Hmm. Um, it was it was it was really rather special. So um, I highly recommend that.
3: Nice, yeah, I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah, with Exo- when I saw Exotica as well as I guess I was expecting something a bit more art housey, and and there's definitely an element of that to it. But I don't know, I didn't think it was like obnoxious at at one point, really. Which right. often is the case with those kind of movies, you know?
0: Right. Well, I mean, yeah. Like I, Justin kept telling, like he kept saying, "David Lynch, David Lynch." When mm. uh, when we were watching uh, the mm. Adjuster, and and I. I I see that to a degree, yeah. but I um I don't like to just throw David Lynch on on movies. That it's, it, it's an
3: easy thing to do, you know. Yeah. Like as soon as a movie gets a little bit abstract, it's like oh, it's David Lynch esque. Uh.
0: I, I it's it's more than that. It's too colorful. Yeah, like it's too vivid. So definitely, yeah, I, yeah. I'm 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 going down that road. We should all go together.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should watch more for sure. Uh, I really loved Exotica, So and and Dan you as well. uh, <laughs> we we can't really cover him for hoser horror, but. You know, we, we watch movies outside of the Hose of horror, so... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ex- Exotica was
2: a a rental store kind of, like, movie that I always saw, because when it came out, it was kind of a, a big deal, mm. and it and it was um very well-received here, yeah. and yeah, I kind of saw it everywhere as this, like, you know, interesting, not, yeah, kind of art house, but, like, not kind of movie that yeah I just never got around to yeah. Did
0: did you guys see Possessor yet? The Brandon Cronenberg film?
2: No.
3: Oh, yeah.
0: My God, you guys
3: <laughs> Is it good? Yeah.
0: Yes, it's amazing. that's another Whoa. Canadian film oh, I nice. just God, I'm so fucking into ca- Canadian films, you guys?
2: <laughs> yeah, you should host this.
0: <laughs> I'm so good at this. Should.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I've been meaning to watch it. I didn't see Antiviral. Oh, Antiviral is um, also
0: amazing. And I'm not, I'm not. I've not seen his short film, but I think those are the only three things he has.
3: Yeah, we, we could potentially get around to those. Yeah, Possessor could be uh, a yeah. horror episode. let's it. do it. Let's do it.
0: <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not a. It, there, it's not goofy though.
2: Yeah,
3: it doesn't have to be goofy. It just has to be horror. No, no. It's just uh, as, as, even even horror is like you know uh, we bend the rules. Yeah, we, a we lot. do thrillers. Oh, okay.
0: So what are the parameters? It has Canadian Just that it's horror.
2: It's a, a Canadian film that's a horror film of some kind. Even
3: like horror adjacent, we've covered that stuff as well.
2: Yeah, we've done sci-fi, we've done thriller.
1: Mm, okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, but we have stayed very uh, '90s, '80s true. so far. We haven't done. We did a couple '2000s yeah. movies, but
0: what's the what's the like? When did film become a, a thing in Canada? Like, what's the history on?
2: that? Oh man, <laughs> I'm definitely not a scholar when it comes to this. I just like dumb movies. <laughs> it, it, you know, the the sort of genre element of it definitely exploded with the tax shelter era mm-hmm. in the '70s, which was when it became very sure. affordable well, yeah. to the max. Sure. But <laughs> I mean, did it, it, did it
0: have its own film culture prior to Hollywood deciding that it was inexpensive to start filming up there?
2: <laughs> A little, yeah. <laughs> One of the funny things that Paul said in, in our interview with Paul, the the guy who made the website Canuxploitation, Exploitation, he made he makes this. Thing where where he says you know for a long time movies in canada were very like you know they had to be about like the prairie life it, it had to be very canadian or whatever and and there was a definitely like a sea change of all of a sudden you had all these people making movies here where they weren't trying for it to be very canadian but I definitely get the sense of a lot of the kind of older movies were very Canadian centric. I mean, there was definitely like an indie boom with stuff like going down the road. Um, William Fruet was involved with that. And that was like one of the first like major sort of things to come out of Canada where people started to go, oh, OK, like there's like an artistic thing going on mm, up there. Very cool.
3: <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm definitely interested in like the history. And, and that's why the, especially like the, the interview we did with Paul, it's, it's really worthless something to for like a lot of background information in terms of like Exploitation cinema in Canada, mm-hmm. uh, which is our, which is still our main focus, you know.
0: Well, it's an endless well.
3: And
2: and I will say, when it comes to Canadian, the Canadian film industry, one thing that is, I think, a little bit sort of interesting about Canada as opposed to other places is we do have the National Film Board of Canada, the NFB. Movies made here, there was a lot of money from government funding. There's incentives. There's like different broadcasters and stuff, and so there was always a kind of like incentive to try and make there to be an industry here and the National Film Board of Canada produced a lot of like you know, short films and documentaries and, and kind of was very focused on the talent, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of like wild animation shorts from Canada that, you know, the, like the law. Have you ever, you guys ever seen the log drivers waltz animation? No, I haven't even heard of it. It's like this hugely famous thing up here, which is, oh, is it? yeah, it was always on TV and it's just this kind of musical animated short about these log drivers that would, you know, stand on the logs and get all the logs to go down the <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. it's this, like, animation of them dancing to music on these logs. And it's, like, it was always on TV. <laughs> and that when, was an when, NFT When was thing. this
3: created? I have seen some, like, like very recently even. I saw this, like, Canadian animated short that was pretty cool. But it was from, like, the 80s. That was 1979. Hmm. Oh, okay, 79. Yeah, the one I'm thinking of is, like, I feel like mid-80s. It, it's called, like, Get a Job or something. And it's mm. it, 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 it looks, like, very i don't know i want to see like disney-esque oh that's uh 85 yeah yeah yeah. that one yeah that was an nfp thing as well oh yeah there you go yeah that's a pretty cool one um totally i like that style of animation is it
0: that weird Mm. one where like there's like uh it's like linear drawings and they're get people are getting larger as they get closer like is that what the fuck is that one I think that's Canadian as well. No clue.
2: <laughs> yeah, the National Film Board, you know, was a huge uh, influence on our sort of cinematic voice, for sure. A lot of people in today, the movies we're talking about today included, you'll see a lot of people in Canada that it's like they got their start. You know, they made short documentaries for the NFB yeah. or whatever, and then they got into <laughs> the whatever. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Beauty, eh? Let's segue into talking about these movies. Mm. Nothing I like better than the totally
0: prepared fisherman. Let's go catch us some lunkers.
2: <laughs> Today we're talking about two movies, and the theme is the director Peter Svatek, who is a director that was born in Prague, moved to Canada, grew up in Montreal, and was ma- started making movies with his father's eight millimeter camera. And like I mentioned, got a job as a, a summer job as a student at the National Film Board, and he was an assistant cameraman an assistant director, and eventually started working on films as an AD for John Dunning's Cinepix, which is another big thing that comes up all the time. Oh, yeah, Cinepix, yeah, for sure. On the show Mm -hmm. and in in a lot of stuff is described as like, you know, Roger Corman of the North Cinepix, you know, uh, (laughs) and so... Uh, Peter made this movie in the 70s called The Mystery of the Million Dollar Hockey Puck. Oh, yeah. Fucking how Canadian
3: can you get? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel like we mentioned this one before. Like, I feel like the episode when Matt was on on Peanut yeah. Butter Solution. <laughs> like, <laughs> legit like the most movie. Canadian-sounding title in yeah. history.
0: <laughs> I was so jealous when he told me that he was on the show for Peanut Butter Solution. <laughs> I was so fucking
3: jealous. So good. Uh that's yeah. such a great movie. Um,
2: yeah, and so they they... Uh, projected that that movie was going to be a lot bigger than it was um, which is funny because when I went to the Letterboxd page for Mystery of the Million Dollar Hockey Puck I saw it has mm. like very low views but in my mind it's a very like like I remember the name throughout my life as it being a thing that was on TV and stuff so I was always thinking oh that's like a pretty, a pretty popular Canadian movie but it's actually okay. not that
3: popular I guess. <laughs> maybe um, it hasn't really yeah, stood the test of time and people maybe. aren't going back to it I guess. Yeah it was a theme- the movie. So, yeah. but
2: yeah, they, it wasn't super successful. And so, uh, Peter ended up doing a lot of commercial work and he did some work with uh, a fellow named Jean Lefleur who wrote. The hockey puck film, and he worked as hmm. an editor on movies like Rabid And he wrote a script called *Adventures in the Creep Zone*, oh. which got sold to Ivan Reitman and renamed *Space Hunter: Adventures
3: in the Forbidden oh, Zone*. yes, *Space Hunter* classic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, but <laughs> I enjoy it. Right. <laughs> and uh,
2: yeah, so Jean Lefleur wrote that and was going to direct it, but got kicked off the project. And so Peter Svatek. Was asked to do all this kind of uh, action sequence, uh, assistant directing. But mm. when his friend, who wrote, you know, his million dollar hockey puck movie, was kicked off the project, um, Peter also was like, "Well, I'm in solidarity with my friend. I'm not going to do these these shoots for you." And okay. ended up just working in advertising for twenty years. So between Damn. million dollar hockey puck and our first film, Witchboard Three, The Possession didn't didn't do uh, any any feature films. Huh. Yeah. yeah so a 20 year
0: hiatus
2: shattered by Witchboard three the possession <laughs> 1995
1: down through the centuries
2: the week has been around since the days of pythagoras
1: 540 bc an instrument of prophecy prior to this century they even called them witch boards <sighs> has become the doorway for an ancient evil that was believed that witches used them to conjure? Demons. And now a dark force you you want me to put my hands on? It? Has come to possess a living soul. I left my body. How can I stop it? It has taken human form. There's something just not right about you, and it's
0: scaring me. And
1: it will take whatever it desires to make a baby. You can't stop him until its child is born. Honey, I'm home.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's also an interesting story how he got to that movie because it was supposed to be kevin tanney with the first two movies uh have you guys seen the other witchboard movies i uh, i think i saw the first one okay what was you,
0: you know i also think that i saw the first one uh but we hmm. we, we actually have eight sealed vhs copies of witchboard 3 that justin just nice. took <laughs> to the record what? store that he does movies at like last week. Okay. So I don't know where the fuck we got these or but but they're <laughs> now at to Torn ask. Light in <laughs> Cincinnati if anybody desperately needs to see which board three after this after if yeah. you hear this and if you live in Cincinnati. Yeah,
3: yeah let's advertise it. So yeah. let's
0: get it. Torn solved. light, Cincinnati, <laughs> Ohio.
2: <laughs> nice. I I've, I have Witchboard 2 on VHS, but I've, n- I've yeah. not yet watched it, but it's it has good. a good cover. That's the
3: one with the hand coming out of the Witchboard into somebody's yeah, throat. Yeah, oh. exactly. Uh exactly. First one has Tony Katane, and second one has Amy oh, Dolan. Yeah.
0: So the only, is it, is it at least the same Ouija board?
3: I don't know. I don't think so, actually. I, I, I recently saw two, and I don't think it's the same Ouija board at all. Mm. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and Kevin Tenney did the first two but wasn't allowed to direct
2: Witchboard yeah. three because yeah. uh the For the producers the producers were mad that Kevin Tenney didn't um basically force Amy Dolans to get nude in Witchboard Two. And they were <laughs> like grudge, Well, huh? you're not allowed to do the third one then and then they like <laughs> made sure to be like before you direct
3: this movie, nudity, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cause the whole thing was Amy Dolans had like a no nudity clause in her contract. And Kevin Tenney was like, no, I'm I'm respecting that. I'm not yeah. putting nudity in this. And the producer was like, okay, you're out then. And also, apparently they never hired Amy Dolans again after that as well. So oh my god. god. So that's a so fucking Weinstein up. shit. Uh yeah.
0: Oh, man, those must be some beautiful titties.
3: <laughs> I mean, she's pretty sexy in that movie, like, regardless whether there's nudity in that movie or not, but, uh, yeah, it's, that's some stupid shit.
0: The fucking Ark of the Covenant titties.
2: <laughs> it would have been funny if Peter Svatchik was like, don't worry, there'll be lots of nudity, and then it was just ball shots the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> more
1: testicles mean more iron. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah. It's true. Uh, Yeah. Witchboard 3 starring David Nerman, Elizabeth Lambert, and more. Synopsis, a woman must battle for her loved one's soul when an ancient Ouija board opens a pathway to a demonic force. This was produced by Fry's Schultz Film Group and uh, was released uh, straight to video by Alliance Home Video in Canada. And... Yeah, that synopsis from IMDb um, is interesting because it makes it out like the wife is the main character, but it's more about a guy oh. who gets a Ouija board and gets stock tips. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my it's it's more about uh. uh how or why to never trust a landlord, yeah, no matter how much they closely or casually resemble Darren McGavin, yeah. like just <laughs> no matter what,
2: yeah, yeah, because this is a movie about a guy who gets a Ouija board from his landlord, um, who then kills himself <laughs> and then, yeah, and brilliantly, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely,
3: whoa, whoa, yeah. what a scene,
2: <laughs> yeah, and and yeah, so he gets stock tips from this Ouija board, things get out of hand. And ultimately, we end up with some uh, surprising
3: evil dude replacement plotting. Yeah, I, yeah. I wasn't like, expecting I don't know. That. Like halfway in the movie, it becomes like a different movie, sort of. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I thought it was going to be about oranges. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I had no idea that oranges were such a big deal. I mean, outside of Hank Kingsley's being the <laughs> spokesperson for the Orange Growers <laughs> Association, I had no fucking idea.
3: I mean, like the whole using a ghost to play the stock market, that's some goofy ass shit. Like, uh-huh. like that's that's also the part that made me think there have to be like some remnants of Kevin Tenney's script in mm. this movie. And that, that's mm. the shit that's like, that's like absolute Kevin Tenney nonsense. nonsense. Um, having seen a couple of his movies. It's
2: pretty funny the first time. When the main character, played by David Nerman, is like getting the stock tips, and he's, yeah. it's like C O J, California <laughs> <Yeah>. Orange Juice. <laughs> yeah,
0: that was my favorite part. It was, it was like that's how he that G or C A J. Yeah. that's oh, I know exactly what that stands yeah, yeah,
3: for. Yeah, exactly. It
0: couldn't be like cats are. You yeah know, like a good, it's like what d t
3: f yeah
0: <laughs> and then just buy B U Y.
3: yeah yeah when he's uh, later on with the with the coffee c o f f b u y yeah i was like what is this text message bullshit like, can, <laughs> can, can you just not write the last two e's in coffee but then later, you see that the stocks are called C-O-F-F. I was like, yeah, okay, fair enough, fine. And then the Ouija board was like, T-T-Y-L.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what if
3: it's all like just like text message stuff question yeah. like, <laughs> mark? <laughs> <A-A-S-L? laughs> That'd be yeah. good shit. Be, yeah. uh, be S M D H
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, um, w- which... Brings us to kind of, you know, we don't have to go through every single thing that happens in this movie, but I I watched this movie second and was um, a, a little delightfully surprised. I don't think this movie's amazing, but I had a good time watching yeah, it.
3: Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty. I thought it was pretty fun. It's pretty goofy in moments, which definitely got me helps. through it. <laughs> it helps. <laughs> There's just several things in this movie. Like you've got the CG demon face transition yep. stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, or, or, or even like minor stuff, like when the guy becomes a demon and he sees the the real guy, like Brian, in the mirror, he keeps <laughs> calling him Brian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, he also calls Julie Jewel. Yeah. yeah it's just I mean, like
3: maybe that's just what demons do you know they give, they give people nicknames i, I know. know
0: a lot of fucking people that would be like classified as demons, demons that yeah. just they get way too close way too quick and you're like get oh, away yeah. from me dude we don't have a song do not yeah. call me Heath. <laughs> get away <Yeah>. from me
3: <laughs> <laughs> so when when the whole like ghost leaving his body and then apparently he's a demon how long did it take for you guys to realize he was a demon like what was the point where you knew he, he's a demon from this point on. Like right away, or was it something that gave it away? It took me a minute. Yeah, I
0: had no fucking idea.
3: Oh, okay. Until the very end. or or. Well,
2: uh, <laughs> they show <laughs> yeah. him getting out of the body, and then they show him in a mirror, and then they yeah. show his re- real version, and I was like, okay, so clearly the, the, the real version's not him, but it t- yeah. it does take a few scenes before he really like he's kinda hiding it from people
3: in the movie at first. Yeah, yeah, sorta. At this point
0: I still thought it was a harrowing tale about why not to gamble.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean that too. I I feel like for me the first scene, like it happens pretty soon after the whole like ghost Mm -hmm. business goes down. And He's talking to his wife, and he's like very in, 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 insistent on making babies with her all of, uh-huh. all of a sudden. Now I'm like, man, that's that's some classic demon shit. Demons yeah. always want to reproduce. <laughs> I mean, just, they love just it. look at yeah. I mean, look at Rebel skin That's like his main goal in life to get a baby. Yeah. I mean, that's some, that's yeah. That's just That's how true. Demons do. Yeah.
2: It, it's interesting, though, because the guy kind of sucks before he gets turned into a demon. He's ca- a puss. Because,
3: <laughs> Look. He, yeah, but
2: also he's kind of an asshole because his landlord, you know, turns to him and says, See you in the funny pages and jumps off of uh, <laughs> the balcony and lands and gets impaled on a fence, which rules. That was um, good stuff. Yeah. Very good. But then they go to his funeral. And the main character turns to his wife and he's like, because she's like, why do you think he jumped off the balcony? You no,
0: know, what she says is, I still can't believe he jumped. And <laughs> yeah. it's like several days have passed and they yeah. haven't talked about this at and all goes, until this moment.
2: <laughs> and he, he goes, hey, it must have been something I said. <laughs> and I'm like, the dude is dead.
0: <laughs> I don't know. That- <laughs> i i did not like this this actor at all no. until until at the end when he says i'm not gonna kill you i'm gonna fuck you and i was oh like God. i love him <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's like classic save the cat moment there
2: <laughs> yeah because it turns out that the evil version of uh of of our main character is just trying to uh trying to get it. Yeah, yeah, he wants a baby.
3: He wants <laughs> yeah. to, you know, uh, create his hellspawn and take over the world or something, I guess. Uh, I, I think know. he
0: just really wants a baby.
3: Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, probably. He just has a really strong father instinct. That's all. <laughs> yeah.
2: I was just happy to be watching a movie where, the, where it were peppered throughout the running time. There was a number of things that amused me. Yeah, yeah like, same. like the uh, the scene where the butterfly is a kill. Yes. Um, the sort of like yes. loan shark dude. Dude was yes. entertaining as well yes um, that's super fun
3: <laughs> yeah but that that whole scene like so the main guy is with this lone star guy, uh brian and he at first he threatens him by saying did you know every finger has its own name I was like, well, yeah, dumb motherfucker. <laughs> is that the best you got to, to like, threaten him? Yeah, but did then, you know that this is your pinky finger? Yeah, uh, like real menacing shit. They call yeah.
0: this the ring finger because that's where you wear a ring, but you wear your ring on your pinky, and it's like,
3: wh- <laughs> what? Scary, scary stuff. But then the Lone shark guy, he ends up getting killed by a bunch of, like, stuffed butterflies pinned in his body. Mm-hmm. And then there's a news report, and they call it a gangland slaying, which <laughs> I felt was pretty fucking funny. I mean, the Butterfly Gang. <laughs> I think that's how they found Tupac as well, uh, just okay. covered in, covered in dead butterflies. Yeah. I really love this
0: news station. Like they're just like orange juice and and, and <laughs> uh, coffee. A random murder that is like now there's not a suspect in custody. By the way, like who the fuck says to yeah. him? No one talks like that. It's amazing. Yeah,
2: anyway, it's, it's,
3: coffee futures are down. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's it's just like the Witchboard three news station. They yeah. just cover what happens in the movie. <laughs> totally.
2: <laughs> Perfect. Uh, yeah, I do like that every. Every, every turn of this, like you know, there's a news. Like, do you think near the end of the movie they're gonna be like, "There's a demon guy Lucy <laughs> <laughs> hey, We don't know what's going Does on. Does your
0: husband suddenly want to fuck a lot? <laughs> Does he wear a ring on his pinky all of a sudden? He may be. A you demon. got
2: a demon? <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, totally. Uh, I don't know if you remember from, like, having seen the first Witch Board, but there's this stupid thing in both the first and the second one where they sort of, like, bend the rules of what a Ouija board can do and whatever do whatever the plot needs. Like, they create tension at certain points by straight up going, oh, well, you know, ghosts are notoriously bad spellers. <laughs> so the message you thought yes. you were getting, they were just spelling out something different, but they oh misspelled my God it. So, you know... It's actually very scary what they say. I've, I've
0: actually heard that trope in other movies as well.
3: What? Oh, for real? Yeah, for
0: real. <laughs> (laughs) So maybe it's true. (laughs) Ah,
3: I guess so. So ghosts are bad spellers and they're horny. Yeah.
0: That's what those are. the. All right. On the list of things we know.
3: I do have some background
2: about how he decided to make this movie after 20 years of not making any movies. Um, Okay. Basically, he was uh, the director. Peter was shooting a lot of commercials and the company that he was working for got a hold of the Witchboard 3 script. And it kind of was just like hey we're gonna shoot this in Canada and you're a director and you've made movies and so why don't you make this movie and he goes okay and he turns to that LaFleur guy and is like come be special effects coordinator on this uh movie and let's make it and it it just it was interesting to me that there was no like and like it was my passion you know it's like 20 years later somebody was just like you want to make a movie Okay. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing better to do.
3: Yeah. But isn't that
0: just like There's... a commercial mentality at that point? It's like it's a gig. It's just a gig.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Totally. That, that's definitely what his movies feel like. I've I've seen mm-hmm. so I've seen like Bleeders, which we'll talk about in a second. I've uh, also which seen 3. Bleeders. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> and and I, I've also seen sci fighters which is a Roddy Piper, Billy Drago oh. sci-fi action kind of movie. How Have is you that? Seen that?
0: I'm aware of that. Justin watched it, but.
3: Oh yeah it's it's okay it's it's uh, worth a watch. If, I mean, if you like Roddy Piper, which I do, mm-hmm. then yeah, sure.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, and I will say the demon version at the end of this movie is a KNB effect. Oh, is it? Oh, geez, I didn't know. Which is, like, I enjoyed when it became demon time and we got that, like, ridiculously terrible CGI
3: melting goo. Uh Yeah, that's that's <laughs> I love also that crap. Stuff that isn't in the first two movies. In the first two movies, it just remains a spirit. Like, you never see it take shape, but in yeah. this one, there's, like like all of a sudden like a big horny demon but yeah that was good (laughs) i really enjoyed that stuff um it it gave this movie a little something extra especially like at the end uh it made me feel better about watching it (laughs) uh if that stuff hadn't been in it yeah
2: so do all of us think that this movie was worth
3: five dollars all in all it was a good five dollars worth for me and my whole family i mean for five dollars if your whole family can see it that's pretty good (laughs) Like, even if you have a small family, even if it's just, like, two people, that's, like, yeah, especially Canadian dollars, I mean.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, totally. Two needs?
3: It's just
2: right on the cusp there. I'm going to say, yes, it's worth $5 for me and my whole family, but it is, like, not worth six, let's say, <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay, like I, no. I, I was and I was entertained, but I definitely it's not something to write home about. It just has a bunch of funny things in it.
0: I think Justin's <laughs> selling these for four. So I'm going to say it's worth four oh, dollars.
2: <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> you mentioned sci Fighters. Yes. That was made between Witchboard and Bleeders. Oh, okay. Peter Svatek, he makes this other movie, sci Fighters, and eventually ends up making this film called Bleeders, a.k.a. Hemoglobin from 1997.
1: Mm-hmm. What the hell happened to the body? You better have a look at this.
0: For a doctor, you're really not very
1: helpful. says I'm a good doctor. Rutger Howard. His performances in Blade Runner and Buffy the Vampire Slayer made your blood run cold. I'm always craving something, but I don't know what. Roy Dupuis. The star of Screamers and TV's La Femme Nikita.
3: My husband's very ill. We're trying to find his family here.
1: What do you know of the Van Damme
3: family? Some
1: Van Damme's escape. You're still alive. Each have felt the hunger that controls their souls, drawing them to a final conflict against the creatures below that feed on us. Samuel fluid. Present suggest a functioning hermaphrodite capable of having sex itself. I needed mean, like, Leaders.
2: We thought maybe he might have some relatives
1: that lived on the island. How badly do
2: you want to live? This stars Rutger Hauer, uh, Roy Dupuy, and more. And uh, the synopsis is a man with an unknown disease travels to an island with his girlfriend where his relatives once lived, hoping to find a cure to his illness. Although his relatives were all thought to be dead, he finds them living underground. Also produced by Fry's Schultz Film Group. Uh, This was put out worldwide by Fry's Film Group and released on VHS with a cool blood pack uh, cover by Apex, who... Hmm. You know, if you if you got an Apex tape, it usually had a lenticular cover like Jack Frost, or yeah, um, they were always trying to do that kind of thing <laughs> <laughs> on their tapes. Um And yeah, this was filmed in New Brunswick, and actually was filmed um, on oh, a fishing village. Yeah, 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 they're, yeah, they're they basically the government um built a new fishing village and then was like here's an old one that we've abandoned you can use it for your movie (laughs) so they got like instant uh atmosphere instant set yeah
3: you want any fishing villages lying around for a movie (laughs) yeah Yeah, exactly somewhere in Canada that's what happened yeah yeah. Yeah,
0: they're 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 everywhere (laughs) we got them
3: everywhere
2: (laughs) <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> People are always throwing them out on the ground. <laughs> they don't put them in the garbage can. <laughs> so you, you were talking about this movie having like several titles. There's another title called mm-hmm. The Descendants. Did you see that? Yeah. Oh, man. So there... So Wasn't there one more too? Maybe, yeah. But just like there's several titles for this movie, but I feel like there, there would have been even better titles for this movie. Like it's called Bleeders... Uh, like, just calling it inbreeders would have been yeah, better than yeah. bleeders,
1: yeah. <laughs>
3: I thought. What about inbreeders? bleeders <laughs> Sure, that, that's, also, that's also better. <laughs> you know, the whole incest angle. I can see that being a hard sell, even if that's 100% what this movie is about. Yeah. Uh, but the point I want to get at is that the first time that they even found out that this movie existed, I saw it listed uh, on Letterboxd probably under the title Hemoglobin, but I misread the title, and I thought it said Hemogoblin. Oh. <laughs> and, and i just lost my mind thinking it was called that i'm mean, like oh my god hemo goblin that's fucking blood brilliant. goblins
0: that's amazing <laughs> yeah
3: yeah and like what a waste of a perfect pun to not use that you know because it's about mm. blood and there are, are freaking goblins in this movie carlo you're right oh so my god why was this not called hemogoblin? <laughs> i want to make a movie now called that or maybe it exists by this point i don't know <laughs> can we can it
0: can you make it not have anything to do with this whatsoever <laughs> like
3: <laughs> uh,
2: yes, deal. Absolutely. Or can you just re release this with that name on it?
3: <laughs> uh, I don't want to have anything to do yeah, with Roger this. Yeah, Rudger Howard doesn't so. even
0: fuck in this movie, and it's 98. That doesn't make any sense. Like, I know. It, it's irritating. He always fucks, and he does not fuck in this. I, it's just, it's, I it's can't wrong. get over
2: it. Yeah, Fucker Hauer. I've been mad for hours. So this this movie was written by Dan O'Bannon. It got a lot of attention, apparently, around Hollywood, the script, mm. even though apparently, according to the interview that Carlo shared with me, mm. Svatek says that the script wasn't so great, so it had been, in, quote, in turnaround for 10 years or so
3: before mm. they ended up making it. Isn't it like it's based on A Lurking Fear, um, yeah. the Lovecraft story. Lovecraft, right? yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: And isn't there another version of that, like a full moon one? There's
3: a full moon uh, lurking fear movie. That one's actually pretty decent uh like i don't i'm not a huge lovecraft guy but i thought that was pretty fun uh jeffrey coombs is in it as well um
0: well yeah he's in everything
3: (laughs) yeah that's true but i mean he's in the background i always like when he's in everything so
0: (laughs) i do too yeah i I watch that fucking guy eat toast and i have i
2: I am interested like, like to me this movie i would be interested to see what Dan O'Bannon's original script was because they do say there's a lot of sort of background around how they were changing the script Hmm. Um, and there is a story where they were shooting and like uh, changing the dialogue as they went, and the producers were on the set, and they got really mad, and they brought the script up to the director yeah, spot yeah, tech and yeah. said, "Hey, this what you're shooting is not in the script. This is the script." And the director ripped the page out of the script and said, "Not anymore." Oh yeah, yeah, I read that. <laughs>
1: so,
2: which is pretty funny. Uh, but I, I'm, I would boy. be interested to know, like, is his dan o'bannon's original script any good because this movie is not (laughs) i mean if
3: it was tossed around for like 10 years uh that's, that's not the best sign. Yeah. So, you know, it's it, it was probably a script that needed work, but then when it ended up in their hands, it maybe got the wrong kind of attention. I'm not sure. You know, it's, it's hard to say what happened there. Yeah. You know. So
2: the movie opens um, with the backstory of a woman who is such a narcissist. She uh, <laughs> can only have sex with her brother. <laughs> well, or, or
3: herself. But yeah. Like, I mean, the whole... Uh... The whole incest angle of this movie i mean like the fact that they oh, w-
0: it's just bookended and it's yeah. the grossest bookend
3: yeah exactly like the fact that they want to fuck themselves i'm like fine whatever we all do <laughs> that sometimes but then going <laughs> oh but my twin that's basically like fucking myself i'm like no that is not like <laughs> fucking yourself get out of here with that shit so
0: and the narration as well yeah like bookending it it makes you feel real nasty yeah
3: yeah good times <laughs> yeah
2: and so then it, it it becomes about this guy as i mentioned in the synopsis he's going back to this island to try and see if they can oh, cure yeah. his weird yeah. unknown nosebleed An-
3: disease anemic uh, robert pattinson basically yeah that's yeah, what he's i said got like
0: hemophilia yeah totally he looked yeah he looks like hemophiliac heath fledger mm, <laughs> like, i don't know i feel bad f- i mean i felt bad for him i felt bad this whole movie i'm like and yeah. everyone's acting like with a capital a yeah. they're just they're, it just to to whom or yeah. why <laughs> is the conflicting part yeah uh, but everyone's giving it their fucking a game but
3: mm.
0: it just doesn't make any fucking sense and it's really depressing
3: it is absolutely depressing when i turned
2: this on i did i did make that joke out loud i said Robert Pattinson and and Emma didn't know like when it was made or anything, and she and she thought maybe it was just like an older of his movies. And she was like, "Really?" And I was like, "No, but it does (laughs) really look like him, doesn't it?" Yeah, it's that type of guy,
3: you know. (laughs) But I mean, like, just the characters in this movie—it's—it's just like if you center it around him and his wife, who's probably his cousin as well, uh, knowing (laughs) knowing his history in the end—that's just like I don't know, not very pleasant to follow around in a uh, for like ninety minutes. like who who are you who are you supposed to like or get at least a little invested in? Like I don't care what happens to these people. You could you could
2: maybe get invested in the twelve other characters they have in this movie. that yeah, but are I didn't necessarily <laughs> needed because I that's what my one of my problems was. Just they get on the island it's and maybe just much, like— Yeah too many people yeah, uh, you know yeah, there's yeah. this the the lady who helps them on the boat and then there's like the old woman at the house and then there's the kids running around and then there's these other two people for some reason and Rutger Hauer and, and just too too many characters yeah yeah kept I, more focused
0: I don't know if I like glazed over or something but like mm. what, what the fuck was Rutger Hauer autopsying that had three stomachs and, Oh, you know. that
2: was one of the bleeders that was chased off of the dock and f- fell into the boat motor.
3: Wait, are, are are we calling them bleeders or is that what they're called in the movie? I am.
0: Hemogoblins.
3: Hemo yeah, hemogoblins. Come on, Dan. Get with the program. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I refuse and
3: I will call them bleeders.
2: Oh, my God. It reminds me
3: of, like, uh, in my childhood when I would watch Tremors. I, I, I just called the Graboids Tremors. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, yeah. I feel like we all did that, maybe,
0: <laughs> yeah, we all did so so what we're so what we're saying is that uh, Red Gerhauer was autopsying one of the descendants, yeah. and yeah. um what else, what other title did it have? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> hemoglobins or bleeders or hemogoblins, unofficial, <laughs> yeah,
0: and that is the closest he got to fucking.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, because he was like, "There's, there's a ball sack here, or whatever."
0: But there's also a <laughs> vagina, and yeah. uh, uh, it's a hermaphrodite. Um, yeah. Uh, hey, I think this could fuck itself, so I don't need to <laughs> fuck it. Done. Like, is that,
3: is that oh, it that explains it. That's why he didn't fuck in this movie. <laughs> it wasn't necessary. Rucker Howard's like, my job here is done. No, no one wanted it he or need, needed it.
0: Didn't need it. He's a he's a doctor. Vitamin D.
3: And he was probably an only child as well, so you know, there's no incest angle there.
0: Oh my God. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and and honestly, I I could potentially
2: get past the ickiness of this movie if like it just turned into a really fun monster movie. Yeah, yeah. But I did find that the bleeders, as I <laughs> as I am um, want to call them, <laughs> mm-hmm. sure. They, they the only thing they really do is like they have that little weapon and they like poke people with it.
3: And, whoa, whoa, and that's kind of it. A Ho- little bit. Hold like, on, hold on. Those fuckers pull you on the ground. That, that, yeah, that was that, cool, that's, but like, that's not. No, that's some scary shit. Like being is. pulled into the ground by incest goblins. Come on, that's terrifying. <laughs> I I agree that the moment where the
2: the woman gets pulled in the grave yeah. was a was a well done yeah. scare. Yeah, that
3: was probably like the only but scary stuff. Uh, you,
2: but you want this movie to be like they are running around and they're oh, like no, no, ripping no, no, no. heads off or something. No.
0: No. No. Well. N- One thing that you know is never, you don't wanna be in this town if there's an emergency situation. But nobody knows how to handle it. Like when the little girl went into the ground, like all the kids were like, all right, we'll just leave. No one stayed (laughs) here with her. We're all leaving. And then when the adults came, they were like, shit, we're gonna have to go get somebody else. Let's all leave. And the bitch had a shovel shouldn't even try yeah.
3: they they know what's up they that's tradition but in, that's in the town. thing even the bleeders the titular bleeders oh are good
2: at, aren't good at their job either because that one totally just runs itself into that motor like a fucking idiot i mean they've,
3: <laughs> they they have like incested themselves into the state yeah. they are now in i mean have you <laughs> into have you looked at them? They, they like the fact that they're just walking around breathing living is is a feat Yeah. Yeah, Have you never
0: seen the X-Files episode Home? Yes. (laughs) There's a risk here, my friend.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I think that the idea of this movie of like, oh, we we went to this island and there's these like weird inbred monsters under the island. And like, that's a decent enough setup for a fucked up horror movie. But I just felt like this movie never ever capitalized it on didn't it
0: didn't want to it wanted to be a fucking period piece drama like yeah, what is yeah, exactly. this
2: why yeah, are you doing
0: yeah. it like this why are you making why does this feel so british what is wrong with this? <laughs>
3: it's a commonwealth you know yeah, yeah. damn <laughs> there, there was one there were like a couple of moments in the soundtrack that i kind of liked where it almost felt like it was gonna be twin peaks but it just stopped short yeah. of becoming Twin Peaks and yeah. I was like yeah that, that's sort of cool but mm. dim, be- yeah, dim, dim peaks I, it's not that they took it
2: I guess they did take it too seriously, but yeah, like they did. even the sort of like visual language of the movie are, is very kind of like they, they have really good atmosphere, hmm. but there isn't like, there's no kineticism. There's no kind of like excitement. Yeah. To it's not an exciting movie. movie
3: whatsoever. No, the like... most
0: exciting thing is when they were like, oh shit, these things are bummed out about light. Let's all go to the lighthouse. We're, 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 we'll be safe every 30 seconds.
1: Like what the
0: fuck does that? And then everyone's like kind of like, you know, Frankenstein situation like let's get out of here but it's like nothing happens at all
3: let's go to the lighthouse where we will fall into the basement
1: (laughs) yeah
0: totally
3: solid plan (laughs)
1: yeah
3: I mean do we want to talk about the ending of this movie might as well sure
0: I think we already talked about the beginning so it's
3: yeah, yeah. There's like I mean, like at the end, anemic Robert Pattinson. And so
0: through the ends of time, these are the days of our lives. <laughs>
3: and and you move in back in with your folks and so you can bone your sister and big yikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's the ending. Oh you well you skipped the part where he ate the little uh the little oh, uh, yeah, baby yeah, thing, he
3: ate, like probably one of his family, I guess. To get like his powers <laughs> back or whatever. Yeah,
0: and then his yeah. wife is like, you know, but his but his wife is carrying his child, y'all.
3: Bleeders mm, two. That's not good. That, oh, god.
0: Bleeders two.
3: Hemo goblins with a Z. <laughs> 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 uh, I'd I'd, I'd baby watch it.
0: This is when you. This is how you write Hemogoblin.
3: Yeah, I Yeah, know. Know. yeah it's based off
0: of that baby.
3: Fuck, do I need to yeah. write a sequel to this piece of shit? Yeah, unfortunately you do. <laughs> yeah, not, uh, not a very good one. No, this is not worth five, whatever. <laughs> all in all, it was a good $5 worth for me and my whole family. Yeah, but it wasn't. Take off, eh? Yeah, exactly. Those Take sex
0: off. scenes, though, right? I was like, I was like, oh my god, I'm watching people really fuck right now, and they don't know why I'm watching them. Like, I felt like really uncomfortable.
2: Yeah, I I honestly thought that Witchboard three was worse for that because they seemed to lean into the like, you know, it's going to be on late night cable, so we have to have at least like two mm. or three. Yeah, scenes, but that felt more you know?
0: softcore. This felt way too real. Yeah, like, true. they yeah. were taking it too seriously.
2: Yeah, agreed. Bleeders is a letdown and a bummer. Bummers, <laughs> and yeah, <it> has <laughs> I, I thought the atmosphere of the Canadian fishing town was like all, all right. It was kind of cool that they shot it in a in a, a real fishing town that was abandoned. It Does feel quite Canadian, in though? Yeah, last I, l- time.
0: I like the tonality
2: a lot. Mm-hmm. It's just a shame that they don't do too much. Like I, I see a lot of reviews where they they said like by the end of the movie it gets really good, but I just I couldn't get over the fact that like there wasn't good. Carnage from the bleeders that like they they stab that woman Your in the back with their little thing. knives and that's yeah. it. I but like in this movie with these well designed weird looking mm-hmm. monsters, yeah. yeah, I do expect some them to do something. Cool. Yeah,
0: whoever whoever said that must have a very specific category they frequent on Pornhub. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly, It's <laughs> <Gets> really good. <laughs> oh boy, one letdown. From from Peter Spatek and one worth a watch Mm -mm. on the weekend kind of movie is what we've done here today.
3: We did it.
0: Oh, shit. This is it wow yeah. that's it
3: yeah I mean this is no movie mail shit you know oh my god we, I we thought we were gonna be, to be here for <laughs> five more hours no movie this isn't a four hour
2: okay time to play ten games
0: <laughs> do we only play one game I don't know what David's talking about <laughs> David's synopsis of our show is well we play 13 to 15 games a show
3: <laughs> I, I would love to be on the podcast that David was describing to me <laughs> so, Like, I just, l- 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 just let David host an episode come on <laughs>
0: I, I want to be in the world that David thinks exists. Like,
2: yeah. For for the listeners, Heather, do you want to describe uh, Movie Melt?
0: Sure. Uh, it takes six to seven hours to to do. No, it's, it's uh it's a um, it's a uh, podcast where a bunch of Companeros. <laughs> Um, <laughs> we've been doing it for, um, almost five years. Uh, but it's, um, it's, it started out as a, as a, as a brain, brain child, love child for, uh, movies about girls. Uh, Matt, our, our fearless leader, um, uh, David, we've had a, a huge amount of, um, of, a. Uh, Cast uh, fluctuate over the last almost five years. Uh, we talk about uh, one core movie a week, um, and it's usually uh, an exploitation B to Z film, um, or it's really good. You know, you never know. Depends mm. on who's <laughs> making the pick and mm-hmm. doing the breakdowns. Um, but Shay, who you guys do a show with, Ballbusters on the Companyers yes. Movie Network, is on the show. I've been on the mm-hmm. show for almost five years. Um, nice. Uh, yeah, we all just we, we hang out, we we uh, we talk, we look look at uh, some movies that are now streaming or being released on uh, on Blu-ray or new formats, um, and then we talk about movies that are pieces of shit uh, <laughs> that are <laughs> that are new, um, and uh, yeah, we're just experimenting, man. We're just on, just yeah. our oats, as they say.
2: And the episodes are either. Two and a half to three and That's a half true. hours, depending mm, on the yeah. week.
0: <laughs> we've had we've had some but, that are almost five at, towards the beginning, but I really don't recommend you go back that far.
3: <laughs> I'm almost yeah. back that far. Like I'm listening backwards, so oh. I'm like at episode thirty-ish now. Oh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm getting there.
0: <laughs> oh man, once you get to nice. over the summer, uh, you will lose all. You will lose all faith in me. Um, <laughs> I but I've I look grown. Forward to it. I've grown. I'm a different person now. I try not to get so drunk I can't talk on the episodes now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, to Carlo and I've been on it and it's always a real fun time. I
0: love it when you guys are on. It's super fun. Go
2: to gogocompañeros.com and you can find Movie Melt and all those other shows. Is there anywhere that people can find you other than that online?
0: Oh, um I have a Letterboxd account. Um my uh, I'm I'm trying to do better on it. I have, I've been doing better. I'm really proud of myself, Gold Star, uh, but my name is uh, Butthole McMurphy.
2: <laughs> Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think uh, if you type that in, you'll find me. You yeah, imi- on immediately.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I don't think yeah. you'll find anyone else, so that, that's the perfect nickname. No. <laughs> Carlo, what about you? Uh, Carlo goes boom on Letterboxed at SolarFox on Twitter, you can follow me there as well. That's about it and you can find
2: me yckmd underscore or just type in dan gorman on letterboxd yeah so thank you for coming thanks on. for having me you guys it was a real pleasure it was amazing to have you yeah uh, as always go to backdashrow.com which is where you can find our podcast um and more right now on the website you can listen to our previous episode of hoser horror with a beg from ghouls only press and you can find a list of uh, alternative christmas movies that i put up there this week So, check that out as well. And otherwise, uh, that's it. Take off.
1: Take off, eh? See ya. Yeah. Good day.